You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Yes, an intriguing title today. We're going to be going over some sex advice, some stuff that's going to really help you in terms of what's going on in the bedroom for either a woman that you're just dating or someone that you're in a relationship or even someone that you're eventually going to marry. I don't know how many guys who are married are listening to this podcast. Maybe guys who are recently divorced or in the middle of separation, but either way. This is going to be a good episode for all of you guys who want to learn more about sex and sexuality. So we're going to get into it today. Also, stick around because towards the end, I'm going to be answering some questions that people send in. I get a lot of questions that people email in. You can also do the same if you want to email me. Just email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the email subject line, podcast question. And if you write it in full sentences, something that I can understand, something I can read, And you also go into nice detail. And really, the more detail, the better. It helps me understand your situation, which gives me a better outlet to give you an answer, a good answer. So go ahead and email me. I'm excited to hear from you. If you're having trouble with even getting to the point where you have a girl in your bedroom and you guys are fooling around, having oral sex or regular sex, if you're having trouble getting to that point, like this is not even your reality then I want you to consider coaching, okay? So I have an application that you can fill out at coachedbytrip.com, coachedbytrip, with two Ps, .com, or you can just go to the website, tripadvice.com, and you'll see a link to coaching at the top. So you can go and you can fill out that form, and then you can have an opportunity to be part of my coaching clientele where I can help you. And it's interesting. A lot of guys reach out and they say, you know, I wasn't even sure about filling out an application. It sounds like you only help out guys who are very new, which is not true. I actually work with guys across the broad spectrum. So I work with you, whether you are a virgin and never talked to a girl in your life, or you're dating multiple women, but you're not sure how to juggle it. You're not sure how to text them. You're not sure how to continuously date them because they might fall off, you know, second or third date. You don't hear from them again. So anything in between there, I can help you with. So if you're interested in coaching, there are some spots available right now. And of course, if you go and fill out an application, I will read it. Not some assistant. It is me who reads every application. The words that you write, I will read because only I can make sure if you're a good fit because because I'm the one who's doing the coaching. So go ahead and fill out an application today at coachedbytrip.com. If you want a step-by-step action plan and you want coaching from me to help you and get you to the point where you are meeting and attracting women, going on multiple dates, having an active lifestyle, and really becoming an amazing, an amazing, attractive man to all sorts of women, we will get you there. I can tell you this. I have done it before so many times. I do it every day. So go to coachedbytrip.com and apply. So this is an interesting topic for today. How do you get a girl to swallow, right? We're talking about the idea of spitting or swallowing during oral sex. I think you understand what's going on. So what is this really all about? Well, some guys, and if you're listening to this, this might be you, have a specific, and I wouldn't even call it a fetish because a fetish is something 
in the more kinky zone, but I think a lot of guys might enjoy a woman who swallows, right? It is attractive to many men and not all women do that. So how do you get to the point where a woman is doing that and enjoying it, okay? Because really that's the thing is you don't want a woman to do it and not enjoy it unless that's some odd fetish of yours. But isn't it just better when a woman is doing something in terms of a sexual move where she's actually enjoying it, like that's like the best. That's why I always, I'm always curious about people who hire prostitutes, right? Like I understand, I get it. Some guys, for whatever reason, just have completely given up on meeting women and just want the easy way out. They have money and they can do it. But it is so much more enjoyable to have sex and be sexual with a woman who's also interested. I don't know. I, I think many people would agree. That's just my opinion. But either way, what we're talking about here is really communication. Okay, communication, sexual communication that I think a lot of guys are very scared to have. I think women are scared to have it too. It's so interesting how much shame we have around sex. You know, the media covers it up, right? It's like you're not going to go and turn on like NBC or ABC and see any kind of graphic sex scenes. You know, if you want to watch sex or watch porn, you have to be 18 years old, at least that's how it is in America, right? A lot of uh, religious views on sex is not to have it unless until you're married. That's the more extreme religious view. So there's just a, there's a lot around sex and there's a lot of shame around sex, a lot of embarrassment. You know, it's like not cool to be a virgin. I don't think that, but that is what people who are virgins think. We're like, oh, I should have had sex by now. I'm 20, I'm 30, I'm 40. I should have had sex. Right? There's just, it goes so deep. It goes so deep. So I understand that it can be very difficult for people to communicate about sex and communicate around sex. But let me just tell you, here's like the secret, okay? So here's the big secret of today's episode. You will be shocked. You will be shocked that sometimes if there's something that you like in the bedroom and something you want in the bedroom, all it takes is actually asking your partner, okay? I know that sounds like a trip that sounds too easy. Like, really, it's that easy? Yes. Okay. So if you're with a woman, for example, who does not like to swallow after giving you oral sex, right? If she doesn't do that, well, maybe she doesn't like it. Maybe she doesn't like it, but maybe she just figures, you know what? I might as well just not because she kind of leans more towards not being interested in it. But all of a sudden, you guys sit down and have a conversation about what you enjoy. And all of a sudden, she goes, oh, well, well, that's not really a big deal. Sure, I could do that for you. Or maybe there's something that you guys aren't doing in the bedroom at all. And you're thinking, wow, like this doesn't happen or she would never do that or this is too kinky or this is too weird. This is what a lot of guys do is they assume this is the death of your dating and sex life is assumption. It really is. Assumption is the worst. I see guys do it all the time. They don't even do it with sex. They do it way before sex. They're assuming before they even go up to a girl and say hello. Guys are assuming, oh, that girl looks mean. That girl doesn't want to be bothered. I shouldn't go and approach her. She looks like she has a boyfriend. What if she says this? What if she says that? There's a lot of anxiety around what ifs. What if this happens? What if that happens? You know, it's like guys are really just caught up in what could happen negatively, they don't even think about the positive, right? It's like, you think like, oh, if I bring that up to her, that's going to seem weird. Well, first of all, if you bring up something like swallowing or any other sexual 
thing you like or any kind of kink you like, it will be weird if you don't own it. It's interesting how humans are. It's like if you act weird, if you act awkward, and you bring an awkwardness or a weirdness to a conversation, you will start to make the person feel the same way. But if you go into something confident and comfortable, then it makes the other person feel confident and comfortable because you're like that. Sure, you can't, of course, control what may happen. The girl that you're talking to and you bring up something sexual still may feel uncomfortable. But let me tell you something. Guaranteed, she's going to feel way more uncomfortable if you feel uncomfortable. So you kind of have to be the guy who's leading the conversation here if you're not already having conversations around sex or sexuality in your relationship or when you first start dating. So it's a good idea that when you first start having sex with someone, and by the way, a little annotation or a little footnote, I should say. I wouldn't bring up, and this is what I'm about to say. I wouldn't bring up, you know, what do you like in the bedroom or asking a girl what they like in the bedroom or talking about that stuff before you guys have sex. I think the best thing you can do is just break the seal. So you're dating someone, you guys end up having sex. And then after that, after that, you can start talking about it. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like, there's no point in talking about what you like and, and what you're interested in. If you guys haven't even had sex yet, it's not like the first time it has to be this ultra kinky, crazy thing. Okay. It can be, it just doesn't have to be. So my advice to you, my trip advice to you, okay, is to do this. First, have sex, break the seal. And of course, I know that there's guys listening who maybe are virgins or maybe are not comfortable with having sex or religious or things like that. So this is more advice for guys who are ready to have sex with a woman and do it when they start dating somebody. Okay, so break the seal, have sex, and then have sex maybe one more time. And then after that, have a conversation with the woman, not while having sex, maybe just like while making out you know, when your clothes are on or when you guys are kind of getting frisky, but you're not really in the bedroom yet and ask her, say, hey, I'm curious, what do you like in the bedroom? Or what do you like during sex? Or what turns you on in the bedroom? You can use any of those various phrases, okay? In that moment, she might answer. She should answer. I mean, unless she's extremely uncomfortable talking about it, but you'd imagine if you guys have had sex already that it shouldn't be that awkward or uncomfortable, okay? Now, she might still also tell you. She might say, oh, I'm not really comfortable talking about this. And you can say, okay. And if I were you, I'd ask her, like, when does it make you feel comfortable talking about this? And then she'll answer. And maybe it's when she's in a relationship, whatever. And then it's up to you if you want to continue with a woman like this, if you're comfortable not having a conversation with that until you guys are in a relationship or whatever. But if she's comfortable with having it, she's probably going to ask you back. And then you can have a few things. And one of those things can be, I really like it. For when I am getting oral sex, when I'm getting a blowjob, I enjoy when the woman swallows. Now, of course, there's no guarantee, right? Some women are just, they don't like it, grossed out by it, they don't like the taste of it. I don't know, whatever it is, okay? So if that's the case, you know, there's no convincing, okay? All you could do is say that you really enjoy it, if that is something you really enjoy. And you can say, yeah, it really turns me on. And then you can see how she responds to that. So depending on what's going on, a woman might be like, okay, cool. And then you might end up getting that. Okay. Now, if you're in a relationship and you guys have already been doing this and she doesn't swallow and you want that, again, 
you can have a conversation where you can say, hey, let's talk about our turn-ons. And then you guys can talk about it. And then you can bring up what turns you on. And you can even ask her, you know, like, oh, I'm get really turned on when a woman swallows. Would you be interested in doing that? And then she might say yes. That's the thing. You don't know if you don't ask. So my whole point here is don't be afraid of sexual communication. You don't need to just kind of guess. In fact, guessing is really dumb. It's way more fun to know what you like, to know what they like, talk about it, and then do it. And now some people say, oh, no, that takes away the mystery and the fun of it and the spontaneity. Well, that's why my advice to you is don't do it during sex, you know, because then it's so obvious. It's like, oh, okay, she likes when you touch her here and then you do that right after she ends up telling you. No, it's better where you guys can talk about it outside of the bedroom, not when you guys are doing it. And then remember what she says and then do it the next time you guys are together. Okay, whatever it is that she likes, whatever it she enjoys. I mean, there's million and one different things. Okay. So it's such a win-win. You get to learn what she likes. So she feels good. She gets to learn what you like. So you feel good. And it's just this nice little circle of goodness and happiness and everyone can be happy. So I really want to encourage you and get you to be more fearless when it comes to bringing up your sexuality, your sexual fantasies, whatever it may be. There's a laundry list of, of what they are. It's endless. Whatever they are, I encourage you. Talk to the woman. And yes, you can bring this up when you guys are first dating. Okay? A lot of guys get really scared to do it. But here's the thing. I mean, like I said earlier, you're never going to get it if you don't ask. You can't just assume a woman is going to know what to do. You know, this isn't like porn. Porn is not real life where the woman in the porno just kind of knows what to do and is all kinky. Like, yeah, you might find a woman who is has a big sexual appetite and is very well-versed in kinky things or whatever. But that's just very rare that you're going to find that because that's not normal. TV, porn, all that stuff, movies, it's all sensationalized. It's all created to turn you on. Now, it's okay if there's things in a porn that you like, but don't expect a woman just to do that. Instead, take from those ideas and whatever it is that you like, just talk about it, okay? Like I said, there's no guarantees. A woman might be like, no, like I really don't like that. I'm not interested in that. That could be a deal breaker for you. It could be a deal breaker for you. That's something to know. You should have sexual deal breakers. Hopefully, there are some things that you are aware of where you're like, well, if my future girlfriend, a girl I'm dating, or even wife doesn't want to do that, that's that's kind of a big deal. So you should come up with a few of those, right? Some guys are really interested in having threesomes. Some guys are really interested in doing kind of more like BDSM stuff. Where you tie a girl up and gag her and whatever. Like it's endless, all these different things. And you're like, well, I know that I want to do that. You got to make sure you know that before you get into a relationship. Because what happens is sometimes guys, they know what they want. And then they get into a relationship, they kind of like fall in love or really like a girl and she's not interested in that stuff. And then you guys continue to date and then all of a sudden you're like, man, I really, you know, I, I kind of crave that stuff. Like the honeymoon phase is over and you're sitting here like, I wish I had someone who's interested in that. That's really important to me. And now you're stuck. Well, you're not stuck. You can always break up, but you're in a very tough situation for yourself. So really know some of your sexual deal breakers and, and you're 
sexual wants and desires. And if you don't know what they are, that's fine too. I always say, like, if you're going to watch porn, you're probably doing it anyways. Find out and look what they're doing. See what turns you on. Maybe that's something you want to try. You know, go out there and have safe sex. Of course, consensual safe sex with women. And and just have more casual relationships to find out what it is that you're interested in. And then after that, you might want to bring those into either more casual relationships or an actual monogamous relationship or a polyamorous relationship. Who knows, right? There's just so many options for you. But I guess big point here is know what they are and figure out what they are so that you can communicate them properly to the woman that you're dating. Let's go into some questions. Okay, so people who have emailed in at trip at tripadvice.com and have asked some good questions. Here is a tough one. Man, this is a really tough one. So this is from Jose, which is not his real name. He says, hi, Trip. I'd like to ask you about how to talk to a girl you were dating about something in your past that you're not proud of and can be found by searching your name online. I have a criminal history and I'm a registered sex offender. I had images on my computer that were highly inappropriate, but have gone through probation, therapy, and I consider that part of me the past. I'm not looking for forgiveness, but I feel I deserve an opportunity for a happy relationship. I have a good job, family, friends, and hobbies, but have problems finding a girlfriend due to my history. How should I talk about this with a girl I start dating? If I wait longer than the third date, they eventually search my name and I never hear from them again. Hope to hear from you, Jose, not my real name. Okay. Yes. So yeah, man, listen, you do deserve an opportunity to have a happy relationship. You know, it sounds like you have uh, dealt with your past. You realize what you did was not good. At least that's what I'm assuming through what you're saying. And it's great that you've gotten help. You've gone through therapy and you are over it and you're ready to have the next part of your life. And I think that it's great that you're giving yourself a second chance. Okay. So what do you do in this situation? This is a very unique situation. It's a very unique situation. That's for sure. But if you have something that's part of your past that's permanent, because you know they can look that up and people do look people up these days and Google each other and all that, it sounds like it's not something you can just hide, right? And it's not something you want to hide because imagine you are dating someone for multiple years and then they find that out. I mean, that sucks, right? That could be a disaster for you. It's a disaster for them. So you kind of want them to know sooner than later. So here's what I would do, okay? Again, I don't know exactly what you did. It sounds like you're a registered sex offender because you had some images on your computer that were highly inappropriate. Sounds like probably child pornography. You're just going to have to be very honest with the person, but you're going to have to let them know that this is something that is part of your past. Just like you told us and me, you're going to have to let them know that you've gone through the therapy and be even more in detail about it. And the fact that you have done all the work on yourself and it's kind of a shame because you've realized that it gives you a bad name and you should say to the person like, well, of course it does. You know, I wouldn't doubt anyone for thinking negatively of me, but you know, I wanted to let you know and be open and honest with you. And again, like I said, this is something that is healed part of my past and something that is not a big deal to me anymore, but I just wanted you to know because I wanted to be very upfront. I would test that out. 
saying some sort of version of that on the first or second date. Okay, it sounds like you said here, if I wait longer than the third date, they eventually search my name. Here's the thing, is that ideally, you kind of want to get to the point where they've liked you enough, I'm not saying that you're boyfriend, girlfriend, but they get to know you and realize you're a good guy. That usually happens more towards the third to fifth date. So my first bit of advice would have been try to get them on multiple dates so they can get to know you and see you're just a normal good guy, but you have just some bad history that you have healed. But it sounds like that's not happening. So unfortunately, this is kind of the, you know, man, this sucks. It's the consequences of of your actions. So you're going to have to deal with this in a way where you're going to have to probably bring it up to them sooner than later. What's going to happen? I don't know. I'm not sure. You know, all I know is the right woman for you is going to be a woman who's going to accept it and give you a shot. And I think for you, it's going to be a big numbers game because to a lot of people, this is a big deal. So you're going to have to date multiple, multiple women and you're going to have to tell them some will stick around, some won't. Obviously, some will stick around and realize, you know what, it's just something they can't deal with. So you're going to have to create a thick skin here because you're not going to know what's going to happen when you actually tell them. Okay. So you have to test this out and see. And if the thing is, I think it will work. I just don't think it's necessarily going to work to a high degree. That's just my prediction. Like, I think out of 10 women, Maybe a couple will be okay with it. But here's the good news. The good news is I don't think everyone will reject you. You know, it sounds like you got a lot going for you other than your past. So that's a good sign. So if I were you, I'd try to do it on the first or second date and let them know. And that's the best you can do and date a lot of women because you might deal with a lot of rejection. That's it, man. I don't know the legalities of you know, not being a registered sex offender and getting that off, obviously that would be the best. But if that's not a position you can be in, if that's not something you can do, then I just recommend that you be honest and upfront because that's going to be better than doing what you've been doing, right? The girl just kind of ghosts you and doesn't contact you after the second or third date. That is my advice to you. I'm sorry, man. You know, again, I'm not here to shame you for it, but just to give you the realistic viewpoint. It's the consequences of, you know, what happened and but it's great that you're on your way up and that you've it sounds like forgiven yourself. So, that's my advice. All right. Let's go to another one. Hey man, I'm a new listener to your podcast on Spotify and a big fan. I have a question for you. I finally got the chance to take a girl out that I had a thing for. I used to work with her, but I wanted to keep it professional, so I didn't pull the trigger and then she started dating a bad boy. We reconnected at a beer festival where she drove me home and we caught up. She ditched the boyfriend because her friends and family hated him and tells me I should have chose you. All my friends remind me that you're this great guy. I took her out on three dates over the last three weeks and we made out. We rarely text because she's busy in law school, as am I. However, she doesn't answer my last text and I hate double texting, so I don't. She'll say I'm free Wednesday and Friday. I answer with I'm not free Friday, but I can make Wednesday work. Then no answer. My question is, is it okay for her not to answer and then the day we're supposed to hang out, I text her to tell her the plan? Or is it a bad look to text her more than once? To be clearer, I mean more along the lines of 
How do you continue past the first date stage and keep the interest alive without doing too much or too little? Best, Chris. Okay, so I'm dealing. With, I'm actually dealing with this exact thing with a client right now. So I'm working with a client, and we are helping him text the girls that he is dating, and I'm literally writing the exact text messages to copy and paste and send over to the girls that he's dating. Okay, so if you're interested in coaching, that is something that I help with. I literally write the text messages for you, tell you when to send them. Again, if you want coaching, go to coachedbytrip.com. The link is in the show notes and you can apply today. Now, for you, Chris, here's what I recommend. For the dates one to five, one to seven, I want you to just use texting to create the dates. So don't use texting to talk to them, get to know them. All that should be done in person. It's more powerful when it's done that way. Plus, you don't want a texting buddy. You want a woman that you can actually have a connection with in real life and a sexual connection with in real life. That avoids the friend zone and gets you to a level that you're trying to get to because this is not a friend. This is a potential partner or casual sexual relationship. So what you need to do is don't just say, or I should say this, because you said, you know, what should I do? Should I call her, text her, or should I text her and tell her the plan? Yes, you should always have the plan. So it's great that you said, hey, when are you free? She said, I'm free Wednesday and Friday. I would have responded with this. You gave her too much information, said, oh, I'm not free Friday. It doesn't matter. Just say, great, let's make Wednesday work. Let's go do this, right? So let's go get a drink here. Let's go to dinner here. Let's go do this activity at this time. Sound good? Question mark. That's when you want to get the answer, okay? Because if you just say it like that and it's, comes off too demanding. Uh, she might be like, whoa, 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 huh? Like you're really kind of forcing this here. Like I can't do it. And da, da, da. So it's fine. You just kind of tell her, hey, here's the plan. Like you've already made the decision decisive, very masculine. Say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is the plan. But then you end it with the sound good. So it just gives her a, yeah, sounds good. Like eight o'clock is great. Or it gives the chance to say like, no, I can't do that because whatever. That's something I don't like to do, or I don't like to eat that, or that's too far away or whatever. So you got to make sure that you're being really clear, really precise in your texting and letting them know exactly what's going on. If she doesn't answer from there, well, then a few days later, you can text her and say like, hey, does Wednesday work for you? So that's not needy, but it's still being more clear. And if she doesn't answer after that, that means that she looked at your text message and is probably not interested it's fairly simple, but you got to just be more clear and tell her exactly what's going on. You're leading her. You're directing her. You're the one in charge here. So that is what I want you to do, okay? And that's my advice to you guys all out there, okay? Don't use texting as a way to get to know someone. Just use it as a very clear medium to tell them the date, the plan, the time, everything. And then if they're, a lot of guys get like, scared. like oh, well, well, I know that the girl works late or she doesn't like this. Or I mean, if you know for sure she's you know like a vegetarian, don't pick a steak place. But I'm just saying, if you're not sure, just make a plan and she'll, if she likes you, she'll say what she wants or she'll edit kind of the, the plan, modify the plan, I should say. Okay. So keep that in mind. Guys, if you need more help, reach out to me for coaching. Let me help you. Let me guide you through coachedbytrip.com, coached by trip at two peas.com. Thank you for today's episode in terms of the guys who have emailed in questions. You can email in your questions, trip at tripadvice.com. 
subject line podcast question, and I will try to get you on the podcast. If it's nice, clear questions with good, with good stories that I can understand exactly what's going on, like the guys today. So good luck to the guys who ended up writing in, and good luck to you who is looking to get better with your sexual communication. I hope that today's episode gives you an idea of what to do in terms of coming up with your sexual deal breakers and being comfortable with communicating them with the girl that you're with. Good luck, and I'll talk to you on the next episode.